Get ready to talk sports with Daryl. Welcome to Sports Info UM featuring Daryl Oliver. Daryl knows the sport like nobody else. From former players to coaches to the great figures of the NFL, you'll get the inside scoop on what's going down today in football and other sports. Now here's Daryl. And welcome to Sports Info UM. Man, it's a great day to be in America, great day to be in the world. Wow. So many things going on in the world, but it's a great day to be here. And not a whole lot going on in sports. However, we still have like the the thoughts of sports in our mind. You know, no sports going on, no basketball, no football, no XFL. You know, the TPC started on Thursday, but they didn't complete anything else after Thursday. And uh, you know, and I'm not complaining. I think I think it's a good thing that we're we're not that we're being careful as Americans, as people in the world. Um, I think that we should try to be as careful as possible. I went to the grocery store today, and I've been kind of avoiding this for a while, but I did go, and um, people were talking about it's no paper, it's no toilet paper, some sanitizers. You know, and it, and it did remind me of um, like when we we have hurricanes here in Florida, people just buy everything. I mean, you go down an aisle where you think where water should be, and it looks like it's nothing there. I mean, nothing. And so, you know, I, I I've seen this happen many times in Florida, where people just buy in excess. Uh, I've never been one of those people. I I try to keep my hurricane supplies and all that stuff handy at all the time but you gotta you know you gotta update the stuff you can't have stuff you know like from 1999 come on now you know so you gotta really keep up with your hurricane stuff don't be having old old canned goods thinking you're gonna be good with that you know last thing you want is to not feel good from something that you ate when there's not a whole lot around to get however you know, I I really I look on the bright side of everything, and I think this is um, something that we're gonna we're gonna get through. I just really I pray, and I I really believe that um you know God is gonna take us through this too. But hey, let's get a look. Let's get involved in a little sports. You know, I I'm still trying to get over this. The thought that the Cardinals acquired wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins. From the Texans in a trade for running back David Johnson. Now, David Johnson hasn't had any good years in the last, I think it's been like three years since he had that dynamic season that got him a super contract. Then he came back and got hurt. And last year, he just never really got on track. And uh, Kenyon Drake came in and, you know, um, looked like, they're going, the Cardinals are going with Kenyon Drake, and they definitely got a star receiver. You know, that's just without question. They got a star receiver. Now, um, DeAndre Hopkins is, he's, if he's not in the top five receivers in the NFL, somebody's looking at something I just can't see. I, I really see this guy is like one of the best receivers in the league. You know, um, but hey. I don't know what's going on with the Texans. I, I really don't. Um, I know I, I can only imagine that the quarterback Watson is just just dumbfounded 
but I and, I and I'm sure he didn't sign off on this. You know, there's, there's some quarterbacks in the league that sign off on things. Like back in the day, Tom Brady would have had to sign off on DeAndre Hopkins um, coming leaving his team because he was the number one receiver. It was almost like um, you, you would think that um, Brady had a little bit of say so when Wes Welker left. You know, I'm sure I'm sure he wanted Wes to stay a, a little while longer. You know, and I'm sure that Brady is probably the reason. No, Edelman is the reason Edelman is there in in New England now because he's the best thing they have, and he's really on a down down slope. But my point is, um, I just don't see Watkins um, Watson having anything to do with this guy leaving. I just don't see it happening. I don't understand it. But maybe through it all, um, maybe through it all, this running back, like I said, maybe he'll he'll be he he will be the difference maker. I'm not sure. Uh, it's it's really kind of kind of strange how that all how that all worked out. But we'll see. We will see. And Kenyon Drake did some dynamic things last year too. You know, don't get it twisted. He really. He he was a serious running back for the Cardinals. And Larry Fitzgerald re-signed with the Cardinals for a one-year deal, eleven million dollars. Man, I, you know, and he he's just you know, and, and Larry Fitzgerald he he's gonna go out on the terms that he wants to go out on in uh in Saint, in Arizona. Really, yeah. <laughs> Roy Green wish he could have went out on those terms. And if you know don't know what I'm talking about, look him up. A great receiver. For the um, um, for the St. Louis Cardinals back in the day, but Larry Fitzgerald resigns for eleven million dollars. Atlanta Falcons, you know, um, they 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 signed Tyler Davison, defensive tackle, three years, twelve million dollars, four point five million dollars guaranteed. The Baltimore Ravens signed Calais Campbell. You know, this is to me, um, this is this is a big hire. You know, Calais Campbell is is he's still what I would consider a premier defensive tackle in the NFL. Uh two years, twenty seven million dollars, twenty million guaranteed. But this is just an, another guaranteed sign that the Jacksonville Jaguars are dismantling this team. And you can say they're going to start over or they're going to uh, rebuild. I don't know what they're doing, but it's just not a – I don't think it's a good thing they're doing in Jacksonville. Um, they're going to play, be playing two games in England. Just don't like what, what's happening in Jacksonville. It doesn't, doesn't seem like they're taking um, – that doesn't seem like they're putting their fans first. I, I just don't – don't feel like they are. I don't think I, I know the Green Bay Packers would never play two games out of the country. They barely want to play one, and I'm sure the Baltimore Ravens would never ever play two games, or the Washington Redskins would never ever play two games out of the country. But you know, yeah, I, I well, that's a, that's another subject for another day. Um, Josh Norman, you know, his cornerback's been around for a while. He's been with the Washington Redskins last few years. Prior to that, he was with the Carolina Panthers. And now, um, 
He's um he signed with the Buffalo Bills. You know, one year, six million dollars, with the possibility of making eight million dollars in this one year deal. So hey, I that's that's right. I like it. I I I really like it. Yeah, I I really like that. Hey, good good job. Uh, but the um the biggest probably the biggest story in the free agency thus far is Dak Prescott signing um a franchise tag. Well, well, not him signing the franchise that tag. Actually, Cowboys placing the franchise tag on him, which means that, hey, no matter what, no matter what, that Prescott is going to be getting the, he's going to get the $33 million. You know, and that's a good deal. You know, I think $33 million for um for Dak Prescott is, is, is a good deal. However, we got to understand, man, you know, nobody wants the franchise tag. Everybody wants a contract. And Dak, Dak is no different. He deserves a contract. He, he really does. You know, um, and, and, and why, why wouldn't he? Everybody wants a three-year deal, the four-year deal, the five-year deal. You know, we all want that. At, but. But when they drop the franchise tag on you like that, there's nothing you could do. What can he do now? You know, he he he's playing with a one-year deal, basically. It's, this is a one-year deal, and 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 the thing is, is that if he if he gets injured within this one-year deal, that's just I guess you say tough cookie. You know, I don't think that's fair, but. In the meantime, they'll continue to tell us that they're working on uh, a contract for Dak Prescott. They should be working on a contract for him. You know, he des- he deserves it. You know, um, he he deserves it. Uh, Cleveland Browns signed tight end Austin Hooper. Four years, forty-four million dollars, twenty-three million dollars guaranteed. In the first two years. Now, hey, that's a contract. You know, that's 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 a that's a tight ends contract. And he's looking at that saying, Hey, I'm I'm set now for the rest of my life. I'm now don't get it twisted. Dak Prescott, thirty-three million dollars guaranteed. He, he he should be saying the same thing. But is that what he's saying? Is that what he's saying as a quarterback? You know, it's at a, as a quarterback, he's saying, Man, I gotta get I I, I should be getting paid the the um, come on, I, I'm 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 looking for, I'm looking for the real the real money, you know. He's looking for the 140 million dollar contract, you know. Maybe not the Russell Wilson kind of contract, 35 mil a year, but he's looking for something solid. Give him three years and 90 million dollars instead of one year 33 million. I I don't know, but that there are some stories out there that he turned down. I think 140 million. Now, if that's the case, what are we? What a what a what a what a what is going on with this dude? Really? Come on, Dad. Really? Now, I don't know. I don't know. You know, there were story. There were rumors out at one point that the uh, that um, 
Tom Brady was possibly going to um to the to the um Dallas Cowboys. Well, let's put all of that to rest. Really. There there is no Tom Brady. You know, really Tom Dak is the man in Dallas. He is the man in Dallas. Now, uh, hey, Tom Brady, where will he land? You know, because it's, the the word is is that there is no there is no talks between uh, Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. You know, so what what can what what's what's going to happen with Tom Brady? You know, I don't know. This is that's still. It's still gonna be um I say hey <laughs> this is yet to be seen, story yet to be told. You know, but Tom is Tom still wants to play. It's obvious he wants to play. If, if he didn't want to play, um he would have he would have let that be known by now, I'm sure. And he's all all he's all he's told us is that he wants to play. You know. Yeah, it and, and if he wants to play, then he's probably gonna play. Yep, so Yep. So if Tom wants to play, he'll be playing somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe in Jacksonville. You know, um, the uh, the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they actually signed the Super Bowl MVP, um, Darren Williams, Damian Williams, to a to a one year. Well, I actually picked up an extension for 2020, and the, and the extension for the 2020 was um, 2.3 million dollars. That's the value of running backs, so. Yeah, it is. He was literally the uh, Super Bowl MVP, but his contract is 2.3 million dollars, two million three hundred thousand dollars. That's what he's going to make in 2020. And there, you know, and he'll be lucky to get another two years at $2.23 million, at $2.3 million a year, which would give him, what, um, $6.9 million, I think. So uh, we got Coach on the line. Coach, what's going on? We, uh, Coach, what's happening you know, with you? Well, everybody dealing with the uh, pandemic. Everybody has uh, within hearing of this uh, radio station. Everybody be safe, be careful. Uh, this is way bigger than I ever thought it would be, but it's serious. But um. <clears throat> Glad, congratulations to the NFL Players Association that they ratified the uh, collective bargaining agreement. Hopefully, this will be good for the players and current players, former players, all the former players. They're going to need health care just like everybody else. So, you know, especially in the, in the face of this, what we're dealing with, but. Uh, my other statement is hitting at home, but not real pleased at the uh, at the still continued dismantling of my defense, which is uh, 
has included UM alum Calais Campbell. Word is that they're going to trade him to Baltimore Ravens when the league starts up on Wednesday. So, not pleased with that. But anyway, you know, How all is well. Your best player, your best player, Calais Campbell. Well, yeah. you've lost two out of the three of your best players in the last six months. That's just awful, you know. Yeah. Um, Plus, they traded Bouye to uh, Denver also. So, you know. Wow. Yeah, so... so, yeah, so um, that too. And look like they're going to get a franchise tag to um, Ninjoku. Ninjoku, yeah. I don't think yeah. he's pleased with that either. I don't think he's pleased he with that either. No, he said he wouldn't play for the tag, so I don't know. Yeah. I know the I know the move for Campbell. I'm not not pleased at it at all. But that's still trying to clear clear cap space, I guess. But I don't like it. We're gonna get a fifth round pick. That's I mean, you know, that's future. That's yeah. future stuff. But I mean, some yeah. current man that just just won the NFL Man of the Year award. Yeah. You that know, says a lot for Calais Campbell. And, and I'm going to tell you, yeah. man, he, he's only been a stand-up guy everywhere he's been. You know, and he, I, I just took my grandson to a Calais Campbell football camp um, last offseason where he talked to the kids, and he actually had came over and had a conversation with me uh, as a fellow alumnus from the University of Miami. Hey, Coach, I want you to hold on, man. We're going to take a quick commercial break. When we get back, we'll talk a little bit more about Calais Campbell leaving the Jaguars and what are the Jaguars going to do. We'll be right back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you checked out Teen Wealth Radio? It's a show for teens, their parents, and educators. Hosted by Brandy England, along with regular weekly contributors, Teen Wealth Radio will cover the topics that teens need to talk about. Plus, we discuss a book of the week and a movie of the week, and each show will offer a challenge to our teen listeners that they can share on our private Facebook group page. Be sure to tune in to Teen Wealth Radio, live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. 
And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, Coach, we're talking about um, the Jaguars really dismantling this team. And when you get rid of the NFL Player of the Year and the best player on that team, to me, you know, I, I, you, some would beg to differ, but I, I'm going to tell you, Calais Campbell has been the leader on that team yeah. since he got there. He's been the most, probably the most productive player on defense since he's got there at, at one of the toughest positions in the NFL, defensive tackle. I just, yeah. I, I, just would have never saw him leaving uh, the Jaguars. Yeah. As a matter of fact, he the kind of guy they could have came to and said, hey, would you take a little bit less money and defer some money and um, so we could get somebody else? He would have probably said yes. That's the kind of guy he is. Yep, I believe so. Yep. So. And, you know, a real good – got to be, you know, as far as, like you say, a leader and everything in the community as well and a great example for the younger guys. So – you know, I saw some of the tweets, and Gakwe said he's not surprised, which probably means his thoughts on the organization at this point. And uh, also, Jalen Ramsey just came out with a wow or something like that. So, yeah, you know, I mean, it's uh, and, he, and you look at the money that they gave him. It's it's not it's not a whole lot. You know, what I mean, he got. Two years, $27 million, $20 million guaranteed. And, and and then when you look at what uh, Tampa Bay gave Jason Pierre-Paul, it, it, it's something similar to the same same contract. Um, 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 Pierre-Paul re-signed with the Buccaneers two years, $27 million. Now, I don't say it's yeah. anybody's guarantees, but, hey, I, I look at Calais as, at, at the position he plays it's a much more value at that position than the, than the edge rusher. You know, edge rusher is a lot, but you you got to have a, a lot to have a – to play that defensive tackle. You're bringing a lot, man. Yeah. Yeah. So. yeah. You know, considering the pass rush and everything, even though we've been having our difficulties with the run, I don't know. I guess the franchise looking at that he was going to take a – be a seventeen point five hit million dollar hit on it, and then they were going to franchise in Gakwe, which is going to put him at about nineteen or so, nineteen two or something like that. So I don't know with them uh, having the like cap issues. Uh, maybe that was too much in in those in that position as far as D linemen. But for me, you can never have enough good D linemen. As far as I'm concerned, when you got right. one of the best in the league and you let him go, uh, and that's Calais Campbell. But we, like you say, we saw this uh, with with the defensive back, you know, from Florida State. They let him go, and, and he was, definitely was one of the best best in the league. And I'm talking about Jalen Ramsey. Uh, but yep. when when what? Let, let me let me ask you a question though. When you see contracts like Ryan Tannehill. Four years, $118 million, $62 million guaranteed. I just, I, I, I really, I, I know I, he came back last year, had a good year, 
But I just don't see Tannehill. I and I'm I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I just don't see this guy being a guy that can lead you to a Super Bowl. I don't see him leading an NFL franchise to a Super Bowl. Now I hope I'm wrong because I yeah. like him. I, I I really do. But I I don't I don't know. I, I don't know. I see more from Jameis Winston than I do from Tannehill. Uh, yeah. And he just he got the contract that Jameis Winston is basically begging for, you know, four years, yeah. one hundred and eighteen million dollars, sixty two million dollars guaranteed. I don't see it. Well, Travis he, Henry. He got the franchise tag. That's they put that on him. Yeah, it's uh, I don't know. The league the league loves offense. You know, a lot of the rules bend towards offense. I know you're an offensive guy, but. Me, I love defense because, I mean, somebody got to stop them. And object of the game is to not only, I guess, outscore the other team, but you do that also by keeping the other team from scoring one more point than you have. So, you know, that's how you get W-I-N or W-I-N-S wins. And, Coach, you know, before we let you get out of here, and and being a a defensive um, uh, favored per, uh, fan, you favor the defense a little more than offense, and you see what the Jaguars are doing with this team. We talked about Calais Campbell. We we and it, it's a lot of players that you guys have lost on de- defense. Um, Jalen Ramsey, and you yeah. being a a season ticket holder, how do you how do you feel about about this team? Uh, are you gonna renew the season tickets? And you also lost two games to to England. Are you gonna renew these season tickets? Or what's gonna happen here, Coach? Well, probably will end up doing that. But right now, I have my package sitting there, and I have not even opened it yet. But probably I'm gonna renew because. I am still very glad that the NFL chose Jacksonville. We wanted an expansion, folks, real expansion when it was us in Carolina. You know, a lot a lot of the other expansion ended up being uh, putting teams back where they had left, you know, like Houston and, and Cleveland. Because Cleveland left. Well, put one back in Baltimore, but actually Cleveland moved to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. You know, they probably feel jilted. Because they uh, they lost their team for a while. They kept the name Browns, and that stayed in Cleveland. But that's the Cleveland Browns. They're the Ravens. And they went to Baltimore and won the Super Bowl. So, yeah. But that was from the coach leaving them and going to Indy. And then you know, don't forget that the St. Louis Cardinals went to Arizona. And then they got replaced there by the Rams, but then the Rams left there. After they won the Super Bowl, though, they left there and they went back to L.A. So now San Diego is actually in L.A. So, And I remember when I first started watching football, and we all had teams. My mom liked that Los Angeles Rams. My dad... He was a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. My oldest brother, he was a um, a Vikings fan, and I was an Oakland Raider fan. 
And uh, my youngest brother, he kind of just flopped around. He picked anybody, but he kind of liked Philadelphia. And my mom liked the Rams because they had Shaq Harris. And he was the only black quarterback in the NFL at that time. Yep. That was a that it's was funny weird. you mentioned that because James Harris was a uh, James Harris vice president of uh, player personnel here at one time for Del Rio when exactly. Del Rio was here, and at that time we had three black quarterbacks, including Byron yeah. and and uh, David Garrard and Quinn Gray right. from Miami. So, yeah, yeah, wow. Hey, coach, thanks for calling, man. Don't be a stranger. Yes, sir. Oh, y'all be blessed and take care, man. No doubt. You be blessed too, Coach. Take care of yourself. Be safe out there. Hey, uh, I think we got Vince on the line. Oh, man, I think Vince go. Yep. But anyway, Coach is right. We got to be safe out there. You know, we we really, really got to be safe and and take care of ourselves. But let's let's get back to this thing about Tanny Hill. I mean, really? Ryan Tannehill agreed to a four years, $118 million contract and $62 million up front. That to me is that to me is just mind boggling. I mean, that's confusing. I, I don't understand it. I I I just I just don't get it. Um I just don't get it. But this is the NFL. These guys are these pockets. These guys' pockets are deep, super deep. And and guess what? They only get deeper every eight or nine years when they sign new um, contracts with television. And I think this is one coming up, no doubt. So that's something to watch, though. How how this works out for uh, for Tannehill. This is this is really going to be. Uh, going to be interesting to see, and, and just how how this thing, because you know when you when you put that kind of money in a quarterback, I mean, really, a lot is going to be expected of him. You know, there's there's just no doubt. You know, just people are going to just expect more from him. You know, and it's and and not to say that he hasn't been productive. Uh, and I think he he won won his first playoff game last year, um, so I think he still has a, has some opportunity to to do some things. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with um with Ryan Tannehill. But Matthew Slater, you know, for the New England Patriots, this guy's been around for a long time. His dad played in the NFL for a long time. I think his dad played for like twenty years. And um, but Matthew Slater signed a two-year extension with the um, with the um, New England Patriots. What's so interesting about uh, Matthew Slater is that he signed a two-year deal, um, five point three million dollars, and I think two point two point three seven five is guaranteed. So uh, a little over half of it, or around half of it, is guaranteed. But this is the thing for uh, about Matthew Slater. I think he's only caught one pass for the New England Patriots. One pass since he's been there. And <laughs> really, this is his 
thirteenth season with the uh, New England Patriots, he's caught one pass. Yep, one pass in two thousand sixteen. He had one pass. Yep, and, and I take that back. He's caught two passes for the Patriots for eleven yards in his entire career since 2008 to 2019. So he's got two passes and he just signed an extension for $5.3 million. Now, well, what makes this interesting a little bit more is, and what, what one would say, well, what brings such value? What, what, what kind of value does he bring if if um, he's only caught two passes in eleven years, come on, man. Now you look at the NFL and you say what um, two point three seven five mil a year. That's not a lot of money, you know, especially for a wide receiver. But Matthew Slade has been—I think he's been the captain of the special team for the New England Patriots probably for like the last eight years, you know. So that's where his value is. You know, out of nowhere, this guy will block a punt. Out of nowhere, this guy will, will um, make a super block or on, a, on, a kickoff, on a kickoff return or a punt return. He's always available. So he brings a lot of value um, to, who, to whoever uh, he's playing for, whether it be – the um, New England Patriots, now, I take that back. New England Patriots are the only team that could get the value out of this guy. I mean, there's nobody else that could that could get that kind of value out of him. Because he's not, he, he, you know, a lot of people look at special team guys as just people they could always pick up. You know, sooner or later you're going to always be able to pick up somebody um, for a special, to be a special team player. You know, but... Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. So, you know, um, a lot of people are still talking about Jameis Winston, where are some of his destinations, uh, possibly the Indianapolis Colts. Uh, I don't see Jameis Winston coming back to, um, to Tampa Bay, possibly the uh, San Diego Chargers. They haven't announced anything about a quarterback, but we did hear them say that Phillip will not be coming back. So if Phillip is not coming back, and I don't, I've never really quite got this one yet. Why are the Indianapolis Colts so, here's so many rumors about them looking for another quarterback. Have they just decided that Jacoby Brousset is not going to take them where they want to go? Or are this is this just a um, I don't know craft or wolf I I don't get this but however we do see that every time you look up the Colts are talking or uh, you hear rumors about someone come, going to the Colts Tom Brady Philip Rivers so uh, you just you just don't know what what's going to happen so but I, I really think. I really think Jameis Winston is going to be in this mix somewhere real quick. It's not going to be long. 
We're gonna we're gonna start hearing his name, and and maybe he might be one of those guys that he might just really go and sit behind somebody. You know, I think that might be an an even better option for James Winston. Man, I think it'd be really good if he could if he could go and um, sit behind Aaron Rodgers for a year or two years. You know what a what a better quarterback he would be after everything after being able to sit behind Aaron Rodgers f- for a year or two. You know, never know. You never know. But Jameis is gonna he's gonna he's he's gonna be going somewhere. Um, and maybe it might be Atlanta, him sitting behind Matt Ryan for a year, you know. And if he goes to some place like Washington, he wouldn't be sitting behind anybody. He's probably going to eventually be the starter for the Redskins. And and who knows if he goes to Jacksonville, he could be a starter in Jacksonville. I don't see that happening. It's just too many other places for him to go. I don't see him going Jacksonville, uh, but um, he could go and sit behind um, um, Russell Wilson. Really, you know, go sit behind Russell Wilson for for a uh, a couple a year, not a couple of years, just a year. And I really think that it could be it could be big for Jameis if he sat behind somebody like Russell Wilson or Aaron Rodgers. Uh, for a while, I think it could. Um, I think it could do his career a lot of good. I just, I just really, really do think that would, that could do him, do him some good. So, where, where is Jameis Winston's landing spot? We don't know. We don't know. Where is Andy Dalton's land landing spot? We don't know. I just thought. Andy Dalton would have had at least as I don't know. Tannehill had Tannehill had a good season last year, but if you to take if you take all three of them, Tannehill, Andy Dalton, and and Jameis Winston, I would have thought that Jameis Winston would have would have been the person that would have probably came out before any of those three with the free agent contract, but. Tannehill did leave the Dolphins. You know, people, a lot of people didn't think that Tannehill would do well after he left the Dolphins. Leaving the Dolphins was a good thing for him. And I really think leaving Tampa Bay is going to be a good thing for Jameis Winston. Sign a one-year deal and, uh, and get out of there. So, hey, guys, we're going to take a quick commercial break. And when we get back, Man, can you believe Kirk Cousins signed an extension? And I think he got two more years. What's going on with that? We'll talk more about that when we get back after these messages. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. You're tuned in to Sports Info UM with Daryl Oliver. Call him today at 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. Or send an email to sportsinfoum3793 at gmail.com. Now back to the show. And welcome back to Sports Info UM. You know, um, I, I was trying to check out that... Um, Kirk Cousins deal. And um I I'm not sure if he got the I'm not sure what kind of contract he got, but I'm telling you, this dude really you know, he's just he, he you know, he in two thousand eighteen he signed a three year eighty four million dollar contract. And um I don't think he signed a new contract. I think I was wrong about that. I hope I hope he hasn't, because this, you know, I didn't see anything on the free agency list about him signing a new contract. But you know, we still have some serious free agent quarterbacks out there, though. Really, you know, and Teddy Bridgewater is 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 definitely um, one of those one of those guys. You know, um, it's just a matter of time before Drew Brees he's going to definitely sign back. With, with the um, with the New Orleans Saints, but there's still some guys out there that are that are worthy of um of of notoriety, you know. Um, Emmanuel Sanders, San Francisco, you know, he's a wide receiver. That's probably somebody's going to end up picking him up, you know. Um, so. That's just a matter of time. Uh, Melvin Gordon. Tampa Bay really needs a running back. I don't know if they're willing to pay the Melvin Gordon kind of money. And Melvin Gordon lost a lot of money last year. Holding out with San Diego. And you know he's going to try to recoup some of that money this year. I don't think. I think he's going to have to charge that one to the game. I don't think that's the money he's going to ever get back. But um, Bashad Perriman, you know, had a good season last year with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. As still a young wide receiver at 26 years old, so I can definitely see him playing somewhere. And he had some injuries early in his career, 
So he's, and he looked really, really healthy last year. This guy was drafted, I think, in the first round by the Ravens. So don't be surprised if he if he's back with the Ravens next year. So um, I I like that that um, Bashard is a free agent this year. He's still young, had a strong season last year. Uh, he's, you know, uh, Dominican Sue. Uh, so Sue is available. He's still, he's he's getting up in age, but, you know, play, he, he was with uh, Tampa Bay last year, 33 years old. You know, Gerald McCoy. Um, he was with Tampa Bay before Sue got there. And I think Gerald played with Carolina Panthers last year. He's 32 years old. He's, you know, that's, that's a tough position to play. Uh, Sue was like one of those giant guys, big, real physical and rough. Uh, well, Gerald McCoy, to me, he never came across as being the um, Calais Campbell. If you ever stand up beside Calais Campbell, man, he's one of the biggest human beings you ever going to see. This guy is huge. So I've never stood beside Sue, but uh, they just don't look as big and as physical as Calais Campbell. So that's why when we're talking about these guys, they're down at um, number 44 and 45 on the free agency list, and Calais Campbell was up at the top, in the top 10 as um, uh, free agents. You know, and Jadavion Clowney, haven't heard anything about him. What's going to happen with him? You know, but, you know, I think tomorrow is, they can actually sign tomorrow. But, um, so, it's going to be interesting. And, Philip Rivers has not said he did not he does not want to play football. As far as we're concerned, Philip Rivers has all intentions of playing somewhere next year. Ha ha Clinton Dix. Uh, he's with Chicago Bears last year, but this guy's been around. You know, before that he was he was with the um um Minnesota uh, the the team out of Wisconsin, the Green Bay Packers. So Quentin Dix, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, what is what's going on? You know, this will be the third team, and in his in his young career, he's only twenty seven years old. They've only been in the league about five years, and three teams already. You know, wow, that's it makes makes you wonder what's happening with that. Yeah, so not so sure what's going to go on with what's what is the deal with uh Clinton Dix he appears to be a um a fairly solid player on uh in the defensive secondary but I don't know what's happening with that yeah so there's still some serious free agents available that we haven't had a chance to really know what's going to happen with them because we're still talking about the big time, the big time free agents. Tom Brady. What's gonna happen with Tom Brady? Yeah, you know, I think one of the um one of the best things that happen when when America goes through difficulty, um or tragedy is that 
we really some we really have a tendency to come together and help each other and and look out for each other and um you see that a lot in sports you know people going out of their way to to donate money um i saw with uh, the 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 orlando magic franchise is going to pay for all of the workers that work at the stadium um here in orlando they're going to continue to pay pay their salary. I think that's that's a great thing, um, you know, because these people don't make a lot of money, for one thing, and um, and it's already scared and scary enough when you make a little bit of money and trying to pay your bills, and then when you don't, when they take that from you, you know, I can only imagine um, how how serious that could be. So. I really, like I said, America, we really have a tendency to come together uh, when things get tough. And it seems like we should be able to do this all the time. And I, and, and hopefully um, the, one, of the, one of the best things that could come from this um, um, COVID-19 virus is that we come together more and we learn that we, we don't have to give high fives all the time. And um we can we can give a nod or a smile or a fist bump and we don't have to hug everybody we 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 meet and know so i think that's probably the hardest thing for a lot of people and me included you know is that the hugging part you know we i my nieces and nephew they 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 pride me in in hugs and so but at the same time my dad he was a hugger so I think I gotta change some things in my lifestyle. And 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 I've been telling my grandson since since he was old enough to talk and understand. Get your hand out your mouth. So that's something that we really have to work on as Americans is that keep your hands away from your mouth. Don't be putting your hand in your mouth. Don't be putting your hand all by your eyes and your nose and then in your mouth. No, don't do that. So there's so many things that we really have to do, and hopefully, and we'll we'll learn to be to be better at it, uh, and be more more um, sanitized as we as we continue to learn more about about the the COVID nineteen virus, and um, hopefully, we'll all get through this, and. As we know, time heals all. <laughs> you know, everything, time will heal all. So we just have to be patient and keep our keep our wits about us. And don't do anything stupid. You know, keep yourself clean and and stay inside. And stay away from as many people as you can. Yeah. So not it's not very easy. But I think that's what we're going to really have to do for a while now. It's really stay away from people. It's hard. It's very, very hard. And and for for sports addicts or people like us, sports fanatics, uh, it's really hard, you know, because, you know, some people, some of us just don't like movies. We'd rather watch sports that we're not interested in than watch movies. Yeah, my dad would rather watch golf, which actually got me involved in watching golf, 
never played the game, but I didn't mind watching it because he would rather watch golf and NASCAR than to watch movies on TV. So, um, and he would rather watch professional professional wrestling, and when he knew it was fake, than to watch movies on TV, because he did consider that sports. So, so I I got caught up in sports at a young age, and um, and, and still have a, a a serious interest in sports. So, I it's been kind of tough for. For a person like me, you know, you watch, start watching fishing stuff, fishing shows and stuff like that, man. <laughs> yeah, so really, really make you wonder what, when is this thing gonna be over? And, and you know, and I feel for um, you know Rudy Gobert, the guy for the um, for the. Um, the, the NBA basketball franchise, the Utah Jazz, you know, he was one of the first players to um, um, to be identified with the virus. And, uh, you know, and he, he came out and apologized for being reckless and and not taking it serious. And um, I don't, at that point, I don't think a lot of us were taking it as serious as we should have. Because um because I think we were maybe maybe misinformed a little bit, um, so. Uh, but I I I really really wish um wish him well, and hope that he pulls through through this thing too. But today I heard something that was very hopeful that uh, I heard that they have a virus they have a a um, vaccine for for the virus and they're in a testing stage now. So hopefully um within a couple of weeks or maybe a little longer we'll um, we'll have this thing under control and we'll be able to um get back to a something that resembles uh normalcy um in our life so um guys take care of yourself be safe and um you know there's another room out there before I get out of here the Patriots City might be interested in Jameis Winston. But hey, you know how we like to start a lot of shiggity on this show. Hey, but the Patriots say, hey, they might take a look at Jameis Winston in this 2020 thing, you know? Don't be, don't be surprised. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for being a part of the show. We'll be back next week with more Sports Info UM on VoiceAmerica.com. Peace. Thanks again for listening. Daryl Oliver will be back again next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel for more Sports Info UM. We'll see you then.